0: Hi there, everyone, and welcome to the very first full episode of the Pour Over Scripture podcast. Thank you for joining us. My name is John, and I have my coffee right here with me. Listen up, folks. (sighs) This morning, I... I am drinking Passion House Coffee Roasters, uh, Passion House from right here in the city of Chicago. I'm enjoying their Chicago House Blend this morning, which, let me tell you, it is one of my new favorites, uh, Passion House. I- I've heard of Passion House, known about them for a while. Uh, this is my first time trying a roast from them, and it is One of my favorites now. Uh, It's really, really wonderful. Has that honey lemon zest. It really is the lemon for me. I don't know those of you who love coffee, if you're listening, um, I love a lighter blend. Um, Maybe you don't, but yeah, the lemon, anytime there's a little bit of lemon in that coffee, give it to me. I love it. Uh, I'd love to hear if you have some favorite roasts. Uh, Please hit me up on the gram, at John Jorgensen, Yeah, I'm always open to some suggestions of where I can get some quality, quality coffee. Let's get into the main point of this podcast. Uh, We're going to talk a little bit about coffee. We're going to talk a whole lot about Scripture, specifically the Bible. So let's get into today's conversation, shall we? The Bible, Uh, the big, bad, beautiful... Bible. This collection of 66 books that I have right here in front of me, I have a leather-bound NIV that I've been using. Uh, It's been my main use Bible for the last couple years. It's sitting right here on my desk. This collection, uh, this codex of 66 books is potentially the most popular ancient text in the Western world. In fact, it's likely the only ancient text that many of us will read any portion of in our lives, in our modern world. Many of us do not make a practice of reading ancient scriptures. But in the West, it's hard to even grow up, especially in America, and not gain some sort of relationship to the Bible. I imagine some of you listening are, are very churched people. You're, you're a church person, and maybe you even have a consistent Reading or study habit with the Bible. Maybe even some of you read the Bible every single day. Uh, others of you perhaps uh, grew up in church, uh, but the Bible doesn't play a major role in your life now. Uh, you probably can't think of the last time maybe you read it on your own. But you're familiar. You know, you're familiar with the big stories, the big characters, the big ideas. Uh, others of you maybe um, you've never considered yourself a church person. Um, The Bible has never really played a big role in your life in terms of reading it or seeking to understand its content. But even if you've never stepped foot in a Christian church, even if you have grown up in the West, again, specifically in America, and never opened the Bible and read a page of it, there are still phrases and ideas that you are familiar with, that maybe even you use day to day, that find their roots in the Bible. The Bible has permeated our culture at such a deep level. If you have ever used or heard the term, my brother's keeper, that is pulled directly from the book of Genesis. Forbidden fruit, again, from Genesis. Apple of my eye, that is a phrase that is unique and, and finds its origins in the Bible. If you've heard about going the extra mile, that is a biblical idea. The So again, it's almost impossible to grow up in uh, specifically American culture and not gain some sort of relationship with the Bible. We all have some sort of relationship to this book of 66 books. And some of us may think of the bible today sitting here on you know January 29th 2021 some of us might think of the bible as a very very helpful book some of you who who read the bible consistently it plays a major role in guiding your life and helping you grow in wisdom and knowledge and understanding and love and empathy for many of us the bible has been a very helpful book others of us perhaps view it as an extremely hurtful book Maybe the Bible has been used uh, to make you feel shame about yourself. Uh, Maybe the Bible has been used to attack a piece of your identity. Some of us have a very hurtful relationship to the Bible. Or if you're like me, it exists somewhere in between. You've found in the past perhaps that the Bible has been helpful for you, but also as you've dug more into it, or as you have heard other interpretations of it, you've been hurt. Or or someone has used the Bible to hurt you. And so, here's my thesis uh, for really this whole podcast and for this episode. I believe the Bible is a helpful text that has been used in both helpful and hurtful ways. The Bible is at its core, a helpful document. But the use of the Bible throughout history has been done in both helpful and hurtful ways to us as individuals, to us as a society, to the church as well. And I want to talk about both the helps and hurts of the Bible today. Let's start with the helps. The Bible has been helpful in that there have been countless lives that have been transformed in a positive way by the stories and poems and wisdom of the Bible. I am one of those lives. My life looks very, very different than it did 10 or 15 years ago. And a large part is because of my consistent reading and studying of a book like the Bible. And I'm sure there's many of you out there, as we've already talked about, your life has been transformed. It has been affected in a positive way because of this book. This book has been helpful for you. Uh, Companies and churches and entire nations have done incredible good in the world. And those companies were founded on biblical principles, the United States of America, the Christian church as a whole has done incredible good in the world. These are two things that in many ways, especially the church and the United States to a certain extent, they were founded on biblical principles. Now, it should be said, these institutions have also done hurtful things based on the Bible, which we will get into. But for now, On the whole, there is no denying that the Bible has played a role in bringing about goodness in the world through the institutions that the Bible inspired. Another example of the way the Bible has helped us, many of our greatest works of art, many of our most wonderful and beautiful pieces of culture were inspired by the words and the stories of Scripture. You think of some of the most recognizable pieces of art, the Statue of David, the Sistine Chapel, all of the works of Johann Sebastian Bach, were, were, they were signed to the glory of God. Much of our modern understanding of story and epic literature finds a lot of its origins in the Bible. And so if if you have been touched or encouraged or moved by much of both historical and modern art, in part, the Bible is to thank for that in some ways. Uh, Our modern visions of things like equality for all and justice and care for the poor, these are not completely original to the Bible, those sort of ideas they they historians tell us that those ideas existed to an extent in culture before but the bible is definitely our earliest influence of these ideas again especially in the west this idea that all humans are created equal in god's eyes this this fight and this call towards justice the work that restores that equality when it's been broken And the idea that we who are privileged or we who are rich should care for the poor, that we should have a heart for the marginalized and the vulnerable, these are biblical ideas. They exist in our modern culture in large part due to the vision that the words of Scripture cast toward those ideas. So, I mean, there's no denying the Bible has been used in helpful ways, Our world is better today than it was thousands of years ago, in part due to the words of the Bible and how they have been applied and how they have been lived out. But that has not always been the case. And even to this day, that is not completely the case. Let's talk about some of the hurts of the Bible. One big one. The Bible has been used historically and still today as an instrument for subjugation of certain people groups, as a way to discriminate or exclude or even hurt and kill and enslave certain people groups. I think about the indigenous people to the United States before that was the United States. Many of the violent conquests of the new world from the Europeans, they were bolstered by an interpretation of scripture that essentially said, hey, Native Americans, indigenous people, either become a Christian or we will kill you on the spot. And even if you do become a Christian, we might kill you anyway. We have documented history of these things happening in mass. American slavery. American slavery, it was continually perpetuated by an interpretation of the Bible that condoned and even encouraged slavery. There were other reasons that slavery existed in the world and specifically in the United States. I'm not putting all the blame on Christians and their interpretation of the Bible, but it was continually perpetuated by white Christians who had an interpretation of scripture that said slavery was okay and we'll talk about why i believe this is such a terrible and dangerous misread of many of the texts in both the old and the new testament that the bible it does not actually condone or encourage slavery in any way and then i think even forward to today to the 21st century uh, to women and the treatment of our brothers and sisters in the LGBTQ community. Still today, we have many popular interpretations of Scripture that allow for the cruelty of misogyny and homophobia in our world and in the church. And I want to say this, regardless of your specific interpretation of God's will for the role of women in the church, or your, or how you interpret the possibility of same-sex relationships in the Bible— both of which I would love at some point to talk about on this podcast. But regardless of your personal interpretations of God's will for those things, there is no denying that the application of Christians' interpretations has caused incredible harm to those communities. We caused incredible harm to women based on our interpretation of the Bible. The church in many ways has, is causing incredible harm to our gay and lesbian and bisexual and transgender brothers and sisters caused harm because of our interpretation of the Bible. And even outside of vulnerable and marginalized groups, for many people, the Bible has actually become a barrier to faith because of the way the hurtful way that it has been interpreted. We've already talked about the subjugation of certain people groups, but for others, simply because there's an interpretation that exists out there that the Bible is against science, that it's the Bible versus science. It's creationism versus evolution. And people feel that if they believe in science in any way then they can't believe in the Bible and therefore they have no place in faith. And there's countless other ways that because of a specific interpretation, because of a hurtful way that the Bible has been used and perpetuated in our culture, that the Bible itself, the very text on which the Christian faith has been founded, has actually become one of the biggest barriers to people entering into a relationship with God. And maybe that's where you find yourself listening today, that that for you, you have in the past been interested in a relationship with God, or maybe even currently are, but you just can't get over the hurdle of the Bible, or you just can't look past a few certain texts that keep popping up, that you disagree with, that you're not really sure how to wrestle with. And so the Bible kind of stands as this barrier between you and God. If that's where you're at, I just want you to know my goal is that this podcast would be a safe space, regardless of your current relationship to the Bible, regardless of whether the Bible has been helpful or hurtful for you. Uh, on this podcast, what, what we want to do is we want to acknowledge the hurts, we don't want to bury the hurts that the Bible has caused in the sand. We want to acknowledge them. We want to name them. And and we want to ask ourselves where we have used the Bible as an instrument for hurt. And we want to practice things like repentance. We, We want to ask forgiveness. And on this podcast, I hope that we can discover a way of reading the Bible and a way of applying it to our lives that is more helpful than hurtful that actually reclaims what these scriptures were initially intended to do. My hope is that as you listen to this podcast, as we walk on this journey together, that you would discover a more life-giving way of reading the Bible. More like the Bible itself talks about in Psalm 1, that you would become a person who actually delights in the Bible, who delights in the law of the Lord. That you would become a person who's able to meditate on it, who's able to read and ingest and taste and turn over in your mind the words of Scripture, that you would be able to sit in the puzzlement of it, that you would walk around with it, that you would sit with your coffee and, and you would sip and you would taste and question the words of the Bible, And that because of that meditation, because of that delight in the words of Scripture, that that you would become, as the psalmist says, a tree planted by streams of water. That, That you would have a reading of the Bible that consistently gives you life, that consistently fills you up, and that you would have a reading of the Bible that consistently pours out of you and gives greater life, into our world. That's my hope. My hope is that through this podcast, that all of us would go on a journey to become more ideal readers of the Bible, that we would discover that the Bible is not a hurtful document, that really at its core, the Bible is not even just meant to be merely helpful, but that the words of Scripture ultimately are meant to be transformative. They're meant to transform us from the inside out. And because of the transformation that we experience, they are meant to transform our world. My hope is that in understanding the Bible, perhaps in new ways and encountering it in different ways than you have before, that you would not just encounter a text but you would encounter a God who inspired the words of that text thousands of years ago and who is still active and who is still present and who is still good and who is still helpful even today. Thank you all for listening to the very first episode of the Pour Over Scripture podcast. This is going to be a lot of fun i've had a lot of fun putting this together Uh, i hope you will subscribe to this podcast i hope you'll follow us if you're listening on spotify please 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 do me a favor if you enjoyed this first episode leave a review just right now take a minute five stars four stars two stars whatever whatever you thought of it and leave a review that is incredibly helpful to me i would be so grateful i'll make it a practice of maybe reading a few of those reviews here on each episode. Uh, But that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much. I will talk to you soon on our next episode of the Pour Over Scripture podcast. Cheers, everybody.